Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Hi and hello, football fans. Your old pal Dave Damashek here. Make sure you check out the Dave Damashek football program. You can watch it on YouTube, NFL.com. You can listen to it on iTunes or Stitcher or NFL.com slash podcasts. We look at the world of pro football and the game called life. And now, move the sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's going on, everybody? DJ Bucky here, Move the Sticks. And, Buck, how are you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing okay. Just trying to balance it, you know, looking at players, getting ready for the combine. Yeah, we got a lot of dudes to watch. We've got some some new videos up, by the way, on uh, on YouTube that folks can check out. Why don't you tell them about those? Well. We've got, we've yeah. got, we've got. Okay, so we got, Beasley. we got Scout School on Khalil Mack and Vic Beasley. We also are talking about the top five running backs in the draft. I'm excited to see that video because – there's some good guys. This is a deep and talented running back class. No no question. And uh, what we've done here, one of the things I love to do in the offseason and even during this time of year as you run up to the draft and you're looking at all these different you know players and trying to figure out how they project to the next level, we talk about uh, you know people that do, that do counterfeit stuff, intelligence, right? They, they don't study all the different counterfeit money. They study the real thing. So then they know when something isn't authentic. And I think with these guys, you're watching all these draft players, it's helpful to go back and watch some of the top NFL players and say, okay, this is what we're looking for. Yeah, absolutely, because you can learn. You try, what you're trying to do is you're trying to look at guys who have traits, some that we thought would translate to success, some that we didn't think would have success, but they found a way to have success. You're trying to determine how those traits were used for them to be effective, and then you're trying to see, like, okay, well, what are guys at the collegiate level that have similar attributes that they could maybe find a path to success by following that blueprint? So if you're a uh, if you're a fan of pass rushers or you're a fan of the Raiders or the Falcons, you want to check out these videos because what we do is we take every single sack that they've had. So Khalil Mack, I believe, had 11 sacks this year. We show you all 11, how, how we got them. Uh, we look at the 14 and a half. Was it 15 and a half? 15 and a half. 15, 15 and a half, and a half for Vic Beasley. Beasley with a bunch of forced fumbles mixed in there as well. So you're going to see all those plays. Yeah, you want to see those things. And I think for both guys, because both of those guys were, I don't want to say like 
slam dunks in terms of like where they were drafted. I think the big thing for Khalil Mack was trying to determine if a small school guy could come and have immediate success in the National Football League. Can a guy who has a power-based game be worthy of being the number one pick in the draft? Because that was debate, Jadavian Clowney or Khalil Mack. For Vic Beasley, the conversation was Vic Beasley or Dante Fowler. Vic Beasley was a guy that was undersized in terms of weight-wise at Clemson, but he was a speed rusher and didn't have a lot of um, nuance or vast repertoire of moves necessarily at Clemson. How could that guy have success if he doesn't have the power to battle those offensive tackles? But both guys have shown that they are able to play to their strengths and they don't really deviate much from what their fastballs are and they find a way to get it done. I think you can learn from watching both of those guys and determine I can have a finesse guy and still have success and I can have a power guy that still can get it done. No question. So check out those videos. We, we jump into that. We're going to be doing that with a lot of the top players in the NFL uh, looking at their video to help us as we evaluate this group of college players. All right, Buck, Today's uh, this episode is going to be kind of short. One of the games I wanted to play with you, uh, we uh, we always have to do comparisons. I know some people hate them, other people love them, but this is not something we just do in the media when you're a scout and you're watching players. It comes up in the room every single time. Who does this guy remind you of? So they have to answer it. We have to answer it. I've got a bunch of them that I've already done comparisons. So I'm going to go to you. I'm going to give you the player. I'm going to give you my comparison. Mm -hmm. You like it, you don't like it. You see it, you don't see it. Okay. You ready to roll? Let's do it. All right, let's uh, let's start here. We can go some of them by position here. Quarterbacks, uh, some of the ones that I've done here. Mitch Trubisky, Trent Green. You said Trent Green. You went so far back. I went in the way back machine on you. I can see some of that, but I'm willing to give – Mitch a little more credit for his athleticism when he was coming Trent out. Trent Green was an athlete, man. Come on. Yeah, he was, but, like, that's so long ago. How about Alex Smith that's right there in Kansas City? He kind of reminds me of Alex in terms of his ability to run. He just doesn't showcase it. What much. about Rich Gannon? We'll stay on the way I back. Mean, we can stay back in the way back machine. Rich, I play with Rich, so I can, that's what I'm I saying. can see, you I can, can see some hey, of those things. Hey, it's been gifted to you. You can, I can now see some use of those things. You, you can, it's Rich Gannon, it's your comparison. I'm not going to use Rich Gannon. I'm going to use on, Alex man. Smith. I like Alex Smith. I like can, the Eric, Alex Smith comparison. But then you can drop it that you played with him. You know, it just reemphasizes <laughs> your, re- your cred there. Uh, here's one for you Deshaun Kaiser. I know he's not going to go as high as this player that he went number one overall, skill set wise. Carson Palmer. And people forget. Carson Palmer didn't play that first year with the Bengals. He sat. I think Kaiser might need to sit as well. Well, I mean, I like that comparison because I believe he is that guy. I believe he is a flamethrower from the pocket. I believe in a classic system, he can push it down the field. You put him in Bruce Arians' system, he can do all of those things. Uh, you say Carson Palmer, I skew a little bit towards Jameis Winston, but we're talking about the same. We're talking about a classic, prototypical thrower, but Kaiser has some underrated athleticism in terms of being able to use his feet and score touchdowns. Deshaun Watson, I went with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, that's that's not a bad comparison. That's not a bad comparison. Similar strengths. Similar strengths. Quick release, um, quick decision. Quick major. release. And kind of the way that you have to build the system around it, you have, kind of have to think uh, in the same terms. Movement-based system, you want to take advantage of the athleticism. You also want to kind of feature a system that has a lot of quick rhythm throws, catch it, rock it, throw it, get it out of his hands. I put that comparison. I would say that comparison is very valid. I kind of compared him to Marcus Mariota, but not necessarily as explosive as Marcus. Okay. Uh, then, again, I these are not you know how I see the top players necessarily, just random guys that I've mm-hmm. done and have, have uh, comps for him. Brad Kaya, Cody Kessler. I mean, I think that's – pretty solid because I think we're, we're Brad they land Kaya. in a similar, similar spot. Uh, in the draft. I mean, I think, I think they land in a similar spot. I think they bring similar things to the table in terms of, I mean, you like their smarts, you like their aptitude and intelligence. Um, arm strength, they're probably comparable in terms of there aren't guys that are necessarily going to be the, 
the, the strongest arms or the biggest arms, but they can play in a system that is really timing and anticipation that really works inside the numbers. All right, running backs, Dalvin Cook, I've gone back and forth. At times I've I've used uh, Chris Johnson. I don't think he has that same top juice that he has. I ended up settling on Jamal Charles. I like it. I don't love it. Um, I, I think I went down with Shady McCoy because I have another guy that I put down as Jamal Charles. I'm trying to figure out. Did I put Alvin Kamara as Jamal Charles? I like Kamara. Yeah. I did Alvin Kamara as Jamal Charles. That was my comparison. All right, I have got uh, Christian McCaffrey. I've said Devontae Freeman. I know you've got a different one there. Yeah, Devontae Freeman. I said Deion Lewis. I've also said Brian Westbrook. It just kind of depends. I'm trying to stay out of the wayback machine so my guys could do it. I said Deion Lewis just because of his ability to kind of make things happen in the right system. I think he's a system-dependent player. If he goes to the right thing, I think he'd be a guy that we talk about as Barino Pro Bowl. Leonard Fournette, I've taller Jamal Lewis for me. Told Jamal Lewis. I talked Adrian Peterson. I'm reluctant to throw that comparison out there, but in terms of the physicality, the violence, that's what he kind of reminds me of when Adrian was coming out of Oklahoma. Alvin Kamara, I ended up going with Lamar Miller as somebody with the quickness, three down back, but also had some power to go with it. That's nice because when I compared Lamar Miller coming out of University of Miami, I compared him to Clinton Portis. So well, there you go. That tree. We're, we're staying along in, the, in that tree there. All right, let me see if I had any other running backs in here. Uh, Foreman I had compared to uh, – what's his name? Uh, Foreman I had compared to LeGarrette Blunt. I think the LeGarrette Blunt is valid. I compared him to Jay Ajay, but what we're saying are the same thing. Old school, physical, straight line runners. They kind of want to bang and do their damage between the tackles. Joe Mixon, we have the exact same one. We've talked about it before, David Johnson. David Johnson, I think he's a guy that he can line up anywhere on the field, put him out wide, catch passes. He can do all this stuff. Curtis Samuel I compared to Reggie Bush. Ooh. How about that one? Ooh. Whoa, that's a how big one. How he's used. That's, that's, that's how he's going to be used. Are we talking Reggie as a college player or Reggie as a pro? I've told you that Reggie Bush is the highest college grade I've ever given anybody. No, because so Reggie this is, is not, this is not Re- Reggie. Reggie. God, if, if I could bring out the report, it's almost one of those reports. Oh, you don't I lavished so much praise on Reggie Bush when he was coming out of SC. I believe, I think I called him a mix of vintage Marshall Falk and Brian Westbrook. I think that was the first line of my report. Bucky, it's the biggest grade I've ever given anybody. <laughs> Eight years of scouting. Oh, my God. Was he not amazing, though? He was watch? awesome. And you just he, get, he was amazing I got, to watch. You get swept up. Oh they won a million so games many, in a row. He, and so he was a plays. rock star. Uh, anyways, uh, all right, some receivers. Corey Davis. How about this one? T.O. Ooh, that's a nice one. Big, physical. I think they're going to be almost identical in terms of height, weight, speed. I mean, why not? I mean, I, I, I think that's a nice – that's a nice comparison. Some, I don't even have one that is up that is up to code with that. Uh, I've got uh, – let's see some other receivers that I've got in this mix here. Uh, I have Mike Williams, Des Bryant. That's what I have, Des Bryant, because I think that's how his game is. I think his game is a little more unrefined in terms of how he runs routes, but he's more of a playmaker. He's physical. He's rugged. He takes the ball away from defenders. I think that's how he gets it. So done. the three traits I wrote down, power forward, high point skills, and angry. Yeah, that's uh, it. Ding, ding, ding. There, there you go. All right, let's go to some uh, some tight ends that I had in the mix here. O.J. Howard, Greg Olson. Man, do the same my, one. You know, Mayock did the same one too. We were at the we were at the uh, Senior Bowl, and he and he was like, "Who does he remind you?" I'm like, "Greg Olson." He's like, "That's what I, he actually showed me his notes. He had Greg Olson yeah, down too." Yeah, so. I, I think that's a good. I think go. that's a good comparison. Um, 
even more so because when Greg came out of Miami, he was kind of viewed as the, the vertical, the speed guy. O.J. Howard has that. He hasn't necessarily been able to show it at Alabama, but I think he's going to surprise people when he tests. Um, then I've got uh, the two guys that I would compare to Jordan Reed, and Evan Ingram, and you also have uh, Gerald Everett. Both I think guys, both, both those uh, guys have the same comparison. Both those guys are kind of those oversized jumbo wideouts that are listed as tight ends. Uh, Cam Robinson, the tackle from Alabama, compared him to Andre Smith, another Alabama player who was kind of a power base, ended up being right yeah, Kind of a power base guy, but also it kind of speaks to what they were. Both of those guys were mild disappointments, their final seasons at Alabama. Um, not necessarily body beautiful types on the edge. Um, then we go here. Let's see who else I've got. Um, Forrest Lamp from Western Kentucky. He said he's a better version of Cody Whitehair, Ooh. who had a great rookie season last year with he the Bears. Did. The Bears Kick inside. Really I think Forrest Lamp could play center guard. Um, Posick from uh, LSU compared to Max Unger. You're talking about six foot six centers. There's not a lot of them to uh, to compare to. Um, then uh, let's go to. I'm gonna rip through some defensive guys here. Miles Garrett, Julius Peppers. We've talked about that before. Derek Barnett. I struggle with. I went with Shaq Lawson from last year. Mm, Effort, power. So. Yeah, I can see that. Charles Harris, Cam Wake. Ooh, got a knack. Got a little snap to Cam him. Cam Wake. Got a little snap to him. Um, DeMar- I like that one. I like um, Cam Wake because I think people have to remember Cam Wake disappeared for a couple of years. Went to Canada, was a Canada Defensive Player of the Year for maybe two years, then came back down, changed his body. He was have success. I think Charles Harris have to change his body a little bit. Demarcus Walker, who not a lot of teams in the league really like him. I'm higher on him than others. I, he remind me a little bit of Derek Morgan coming out of college. I think so. It was kind of like a workman like guy. The thing about Derek Walker when I look at him. He just kind of wears you out over the course of the game. And when he needs to make plays, he makes them. It's not sexy. It's not spectacular. It's just effective. Yeah. All right. Then uh, some defensive tackles here. This is just random guys. Malik McDowell, who I was not as high on. I wasn't really high on Malik Jackson a little bit. I can see that. I wasn't necessarily high as Malik. Developed into a good player. Uh, Malik McDowell from Michigan State, by the way. Carlos Watkins from Clemson. Uh, Corey Legit. Ooh, big body. Nice like, I like, I like that. Uh, I think the big thing, anyone who watched the championship game, not the game, but the posting celebration, the flexibility. How about that? He's actually going to kill that at the combine. <laughs> um, Tack McKinley from UCLA, all about speed, Bruce Irvin. Ooh, that's a nice one because I've, I've struggled trying to find a nice fast. comparison. Body type not the same, but just as you know, speed players. Tim Williams from Alabama, uh, Everson Griffin coming out of USC. Hey, that is a really good one because, you know, when Everson Griffin was coming out, no one really knew what he was going to be able to yeah. be. He was a fourth-round pick. You didn't know. Could he turn on the light? He's become a pro player. Needed to grow up. Player. Needed yes. to grow up. Very similar, very similar to Tim Williams. All right, Ryan Anderson, his teammate there. Um, I had compared him a little bit to the former Alabama player in uh, what's my big man for the Falcons. Uh, oh, Courtney Upshaw. Upshaw. But – I'm like, ah, he's not really him. And then somebody actually in the league gave me this one. And I thought, you know, the more I think about it, I looked at my notes. Marcus Golden coming out of Missouri. Um, hey, underrated player at Arizona being a who has really been a pro. very good player. Uh, Reuben Foster I compared to Bobby Wagner. I have seen a little bit of uh, – Foster. I, Bobby Wagner was so explosive at Utah State, and he's obviously been a great player. I'm looking for guys with that big-time range. Patrick Willis is another one that came to mind. I think he's a stud. Yeah, Reuben Foster, that's a nice one. Um, I think in my notes I put down – just the way he played the thump, I put down Vontez Perfect, but I think he's a better player than Perfect. Better athlete. Whatever, better athlete or whatever. But Bobby Wagner, that's a very good one. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, the uh, corner from Ohio State, he reminded me of Janoris Jenkins and that just real fluid, smooth, easy mover. Easy mover, kind of slender, guy that can play off, can play up, has some intriguing attributes. 
Marlon Humphrey, the big corner from Alabama, compared him to Xavier Rhodes. Height, weight, speed. I think you'll see some similarities there. Let's see. Alabama guys are tricky with me, particularly in the secondary. But I do see the Xavier Rhodes thing. Xavier was long. He actually his best ball has been in the pros, not necessarily yeah, no, in college. And that's why I think even Marlon Humphrey, the best, could be ahead of him here. Desmond King, who I struggle with from Iowa, who is he a corner? Is he a safety? He's got great ball skills. Question how how well he can really run. I'm going to go back to the old school uh, DJ scouting days at New Mexico, I want to say, looking at a corner by the name of Glover Quinn, who made the transition wow. from corner to safety Glover with the Lions Quinn. and has been how a very that? good player. So that's my that's my comp for well, Desmond you, King. You had to dig down. The only guy I can remember from my time in New Mexico is Hank, Hank Basket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Worked well, him out. We had a we had a big debate that year when Hank Basket was coming out. It was Hank Basket? Gosh, who were we comparing? I don't know. We we talked about him a bunch that year. He's a great he special a track team star. He's a track star. Seven foot high jumper. How about that? Uh, we got some useless facts jammed in our heads. <laughs> uh, Cam Sutton, Darius Butler, Darius Butler is somebody play outside inside could play safety. Need him to do a lot of different he's, things. He's done all those things. Cam Sutton, I think, will be a guy that. Ends up getting more love when the coaches get involved in the process. What he did the week at he was great Bowl, in the Senior Bowl. He was terrific, and so you have to ignore the bad tape that he saw when he was hurt during his year because he's a pretty talented player, and the versatility sets him apart. All right, let's go to Florida's Quincy Wilson. I went with the keep to lead. Nice. Big guys with really good ball skills. Nice, I like that. I like that comparison. All right, I put my big boy pants on for a couple of these safety comparisons here. Jamal Adams, Troy, Troy Palomalo. Again, we're saying like what you would hope. Like this is comparisons for me are what you hope he could become. That was a tough one for me because I couldn't think of because Troy just I was couldn't a, I couldn't think of a current safety outside of I compared him to Landon Collins. Yeah, but I couldn't think of a I couldn't think of a current safety that really does what Jamal Adams yeah brings to the table. It's it's hard. You never to know where he, to me. He's one of those guys like you know Troy's a hall of going to be a hall of famer, but you you can line him up in a bunch of different places. He's just going to be around the football. He's going to buzz around and, and and wreck shop and make things happen. Um, I've compared it before a bunch on here. You've heard me talk about uh, a hooker, Malik Hooker from Ohio State, compared yep. to Ed Reed, uh, who've been around. I compared him to Earl Thomas in terms of range, the way he can play, be over top. Marcus May from Florida compared him to his teammate Keanu Neal, who uh, who exploded this year Ooh, for the Falcons. Time. Just big hitter, big time, big physical player. Um, I go through some more here. One of the ones, it's funny though, like sometimes you just rack your brain and try and find a comparison. You don't have one. I don't have a comparison for Jabril Peppers. I struggle with that one. I just don't have one down. Uh, it's tough because I don't know who you can say does what he does on the field. He's not Honey Badger. He's not Dayon Buchanan. He's somewhere in between. Um, and I don't know. He's not necessarily as big as physical as uh, like Mark Barron was. At uh, Alabama, who yeah. made the transition yeah. linebacker and stuff, he is a hard one. He's I don't kind know, of a I don't man know. without man without a tag. Jamal Adams, I have compared him to Eric Berry as well in the past here. So I, I compare Buda Baker to Eric Berry, yeah. even though some people have told I me that I probably should make that Honey Badger. Or I think whatever. that's what I ended up doing there. Actually, is how I ended up switching that over. Uh, Sidney Jones compared him to Darius Slay. Sidney Jones from Washington. Uh that's not a good. Long, no, lean, long, lean. He is smooth. He is ball slim. skills. He is very aware. Um, that that is that was a good one. See Ryan Ramsick, uh, David Bakhtiari. Oh, Bakhtiari. Quick feet, strong hands. Uh, let's go through some other ones here real quick. I'll just roll through these last ones. Let's see who else I'm missing here. Solomon Thomas Mike from Stanford, Michael Bennett. Yes. Versatile, quick hands, great effort. 
great first step. Yes, that is a really good comparison because Michael Bennett, remember, Michael Bennett was underrated. Was he undrafted oh, free agent coming out? I believe so. I think he was undrafted, comes out, goes to Tampa, and makes his way to Seattle and becomes the star that he's become. David Njoku, tight end from Miami, who I'm a huge fan of. God, that was a tough one for me. Vernon Davis. A little bit, I think a little bit bigger. Gosh, you know what I compared him to? Him. I, got, I got beat up for it. I compared him because size-wise he reminds me of Martellus Bennett, but he's more explosive and athletic. Yeah. He's just a tough – more sudden. Uh, yes. Tredavious White, the corner from LSU, compared him to Chris Harris. Versatile, play inside, outside, ball skills, and toughness. Mm, nice. I can, I'm trying to, I've compared somebody else to Chris Harris. I think I compared Jordan Lewis to Chris Harris in terms yeah. of his ability to be a slot. I like that. Uh, TJ Watt, edge rusher, outside linebacker from I Wisconsin. I need to watch him. I haven't watched him. Compared him to Carlos Dansby. Carlos Dansby can destroy tight ends. Um, very active, as uses more of a blitzer than a rusher, but a very effective player could play outside, could play inside. I think T.J. Watt has some of that versatility linebacker. Yeah, I can. You know, he he's gonna be a guy, and I know there's a lot of buzz about him. I haven't done the tape study, so I have to kind of like. Here's one sideline. last one for you, Jonathan Allen from Alabama. This is one that Alabama fans don't like because they think I'm I'm uh, being hard sliding on. him. K. Wan short. Who I think is a darn good player. Why do they think that's a slot? Because they K-1, don't. They K-1, don't watch K-1 K-1 short. short. Uh, powerful hands, like, leverage, and quickness. He's like a Pro Bowl caliber player on the inside. He was one of the big reasons why the Panthers were able to go to the Super Bowl with his ability to dominate on the inside. Yeah. So th- those are uh, some of the comparisons I have. Again, everybody has a, a different take on those. I do think they are they are useful. Um, all right, Bucky, that was fun. Thanks for playing the comparison game. Hey, we played a comparison game. That was fun. How about that? All right, we got to go do some videos here. We can't tell everybody what they are, but we got some some cool Top videos. secret. Top yeah. secret. Got They're going to be coming stuff, out, though. Top You're going to want to stay tuned there. Uh, Arjuna, anything to add here as we wrap it up for the week? I actually got a fun fact for you on Reggie Bush. Oh, give it to me. His 2016 stats, 12 rushing attempts, minus three yards. Oh, from last year? Yep. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad it my highest rated player I've ever done. Uh, thanks for that. <laughs> Appreciate that uplifting note to uh, to end the podcast. Um, by the way, I've se- I've showed Bucky the picture. I'll send it to Arjuna uh, from the pro day where Reggie's jumping on the vertical, and it was in Sports Illustrated. And oh, you're in the my, my head and his feet are right by my right head. There. Yeah. Right there. Oh, nice yeah, little, yeah. It was nice little shot. I think I was – I was apparently eating well that that. Uh, oh, you that, felt like you were a little, little I'm, heavy. I'm gonna go baggy shirt. I think it was just baggy shirt. I'm not gonna say that I was. <laughs> Sometimes gonna, camera angles can. Yeah, get... you know, it, it, it didn't do many favors. Um, anyways, that's gonna do it for us. We'll uh, see you guys back here next week. A couple more episodes as we march towards the draft, and we'll touch on free agency as well. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast, and uh, go ahead tell a friend. We appreciate it. This continues to grow. Uh, having a lot of fun. We'll see you next time. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. 
Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt Zalara Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. 